the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, they created new M&M's peanut butter spread. It's a limited edition, so you'll want to try it soon. Second, Oreo is releasing two new flavors. How do you feel about apple cider donut? And I know that's, that's... I just think of apple cider vinegar. Does that mean they'll change the like the cookie the the cake part of the cookie? They'll change yeah. the flavor of that. Yeah, so it and be like I a think chocolate the filling Oreo too. with the no. filling. Okay, yeah, well, they that, changed that's, the that's whole cookie. Uh, so there's apple cider donut and salted caramel brownie flavored Oreos. Ooh, now, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> and finally, in the world of food, have you ever wondered why Ritz crackers are shaped the way they are with the little scalloped edges? I just yeah. thought it was pretty. Yeah. Uh, nope. Ritz says they're so you can use the edge of the cracker to cut the cheese you're putting on top. <laughs> Insert who cut the cheese I just joke said cut here. the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work. Those cr- crackers we should try are, it. They are not stout enough to cut to the cut cheese. through a chunk you of cheese. You wouldn't think it would be sharp enough. Yeah, you would have you'd... a cheese covered in Ritz crumbs. Or cheese covered in Ritz crumbs. That's, That's what it. I thought. But they had, there's a TikTok making its way around, and it looks like it cuts oh, the well, cheese. If there's a TikTok, it must be true, right? <laughs> Coming up, does it bug you when people give you unsolicited parenting advice? <laughs> We're going to talk about it next. <laughs> does it annoy you when people give you unsolicited parenting advice? Oh, no. Parents uh, love that. Yeah, right. Well, you didn't, you didn't ask for this, but these three nuggets of advice, believe it or not, are quite useful. And these are from parents getting cre- pretty creative on Twitter. Okay. Number one, call your lunch of leftover goldfish, uneaten cheese sticks, three grapes and some lunch meat, your kid didn't eat, charcuterie. And now, instead of being sad, you're fancy. <laughs> Second bit of unsolicited parenting advice, replace the word nightmare with the word adventure. This Common Core homework is an adventure for us both. Your endless harmonica practicing will haunt my deepest adventures. <laughs> and finally, unsolicited parenting advice, if your kids suddenly start getting along and are nice to each other for no reason... Be very, very suspicious. Yes. <laughs> now, see, that's good unsolicited parenting advice. Absolutely. So when you think about this whole Richard Branson flying in space thing, he spent less time weightless than you'll probably spend in the bathroom. <laughs> it's about four minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like, everyone's like, oh, he did it. He did it. I'm thinking, for four minutes? Was it worth it for four minutes? Let's talk about that next. So the Richard Branson uh, going into space thing, I, I don't know why, but every time I saw any image of the, the aircraft or of him, all I could hear was that David Bowie song, Ground Control to Major Tom. Because <laughs> the, the whole thing just seemed ridiculous to me. I don't know why. Why do all these bazillionaires all of a sudden, they, we've got, I've got to go to space. I got to be the first person to to go to space, like paid for it myself. I, I I've been googling. I can't find if you Google how much does it cost, you'll get the price tag for if you want to be the next person to go with him. 
Not how much this person paid. How much he spent to get there, it doesn't say. Oh, wow. Yeah, how it's much years money. in the making. Years right. and years and I years. Remember they Decades, had, I think. Yeah, they had setbacks. Mm-hmm. And they were, taking, they were taking reservations before the first setback. And it was $200,000 back then. And now after the setback, it's two hundred and fifty. dollars So oh, if you want to be the next person up, huh? to go out. And I don't know if you go with him or if he's on board or if it's other people or... Whatever, but Hmm. $250,000. I don't know who that famous physicist is, uh, Neil. I can't think of his last name, but. I know who you mean. um, Degrassi? Degrassi. Oh, he's so funny. Mm -hmm. And he was on TV and they were asking him, like, is this really going into space? And he started dancing around and he just went, no. Yeah, it depends who you ask. If you, in the U.S., according to the FAA, it's 50 miles up. So according to you, but internationally, they say it's 100K. Which would be 62 miles. And he did not go to 62. They went to 50. And Neil, the astrophysicist, feels like if you get into orbit, that's considered going to space. But just tickling the edges of space to him. And all of really that time, space. all that energy, all that money, all that effort for four minutes of, quote, space time. Mm-hmm. That's all he was up there for was but four minutes. You got to admit, it. can you imagine looking back at the Earth like that? That's pretty spectacular. I wouldn't pay the money. I don't have the money. <laughs> But if someone well, offered yeah, I mean, it to me for free, I would go. My son was like, man, what are with all the problems on planet Earth? Think of what that money could have gone to. And I, I, I just don't think that way. I'm always like, guys worked hard his whole life. He's been an entrepreneur. He's got money to burn. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> go him. I don't get it, but that's mm-hmm. that's what he wanted to do. But I have been thinking of what could you do with four minutes? That would be as or more meaningful than just floating around going, isn't this cool? Oh, isn't this cool? We did it. Look, we're floating. Um, you could read scripture. You could pray. You could talk to somebody at the office that's lonely that nobody usually hangs out with. You could. Here's a great one. I would lo- I would pay $250,000 to do this. Have a four minute chat with my mom again, mm-hmm. who just passed away in August. Oh. Heck Yes. You could listen to Springsteen's Born to Run and have 28 seconds left over. And that'll make you feel weightless for three or four minutes and 32 seconds. So I just, I don't know. Am, am I the only one that goes, well, good for him, but I don't get it. Why, why is that something you would spend so much time, effort, and money doing? Talking about uh, Richard Branson heading off into space. And, and I'm curious about Glenn, your husband, being a financial planner. <laughs> and what were his thoughts on the cost and was it worth it? And do, uh, do, you, do you know how many people he could have helped like in third I'll world ask countries? Him, you know, we didn't really didn't talk about it. That's where I usually go. I always go to feeding the poor. That's I was I'm very passionate about, about that. Yeah. But we didn't really talk about the price tag. We just talked about he was just so annoyed because he couldn't get any other news. He's <laughs> like, people, there's a whole big world out there. Right. But it was wall-to-wall coverage of nothing but the Virgin Galactic flight. Yeah. So, And by the way, I think um, he, in Richard Branson's defense, I think he has spent a vast amount of his fortune helping people around the world. So oh, that's it, good. Yeah, I don't think it's an either-or with him. But you do go like, wow, really? Was that worth it? If your kids haven't already asked you for this toy, chances are they will. They're calling them the new fidget spinners. It is a poppet toy. What is it's that? It's the perfect blends of <laughs> a blend of therapy and whimsy. They're brightly okay. colored silicone in shapes like dinosaurs and unicorns with pokeable bubbles 
kind of like permanent bubble wrap is the best way I can describe it. They say they're great stress relievers. Teachers say the popping helps kids refocus and reset. Adults love them to get through Zoom meetings. And I have good news for you, Kev. I bought some puppets so that you, me, and our producer Griffin can experience (laughs) them for the first time together. Wow. And then Griff can take them home. We're so hip and cool. Yes. We're right on the cutting edge. We're going to have a puppet explosion here in just a couple minutes. (laughs) All right. So I brought in the brand new hottest toy. A puppet, and there's one for each of us, me, you, and our producer Griffin, Kev, so we can try them out for the first time. All right, here we live go. on the air. So I, I don't know what to expect for what are these called again? They're called puppets, and, and they're the they, hottest craze. It sounds to me like this would be the most annoying thing that a parent could experience on a road now, trip. Do that's they why make I, noise? Uh, yes, and we'll do them together because I, I handed you the ice cream one. Griff has the oh, dinosaur that's what one. This is. I have the unicorn one. <laughs> And what a, does Griff have? A dinosaur. A dinosaur. Because oh, okay. I figure he can take these home to, to his kids after. So that's what yeah. I wanted oh, to ask I don't, you. I don't get to keep this. You can keep your ice cream one. I'll give the unicorn one to Ellie Bell. <laughs> you have a slightly used Yeah, slightly thing. used. Okay, so, so what do we do? Uh, do your kids have these yet? They don't. Supposedly no, these no. are the new fidget spinners, the mm-hmm. hottest thing. So ready, set, pop. Pop. They make no noise. Oh, this is so oh, anticlimactic. Yeah, it, does. it does. Here, listen. Mine doesn't. Shh, everyone. Quiet, <laughs> quiet. That's it's it? It's when you pop it back out. Oh. Oh, I wanted, I wanted it go. to be like um, bubble wrap. It's so fun. I don't understand why teachers would say, oh, these are great in the classroom. Mine are making no noise, and I'm so because want my money back. This is ridiculous. There. Look, I just did Do the, the double. Way. Listen. Listen to the okay. double. Listen. Shh. You know how loud that was? Does it give you satisfaction of the like, No, it doesn't. Rock? All it makes me think of, if I, if I was a kid in the classroom, I'd number one would be the kid that couldn't stop playing with this, and it wouldn't have anything to do with anxiety. It would just have to do with being a fidget. Um, <laughs> and number two, I'm also the kid that this would be incredibly distracting to me. Yes. I would eventually, after about five minutes, go, can you all please stop? <laughs> they're, so, they're way too quiet. Like, I mean, not for a classroom, obviously. Yeah, imagine but for 30 fun. kids all doing this at once. I mean, like, Griff's going to, you should film your kids' reaction. Yeah, I don't think this is going to occupy their time. This is the most anticlimactic. <laughs> Why are these the hottest craze? They're not, maybe I got defective ones. Yeah. I got um, these on Amazon. How did you find That's out that I got these them are, so fast. Had you ever heard of these, Griff? I've seen stuff on TikTok Have about you? it. I, uh, I'm not on TikTok, yeah. so maybe that's why. Maybe, but. I had seen one, and my niece has one. Your kids are going to have hours of endless fun, Griff. I don't think I've ever been more disappointed with a toy in my entire life. I think my dog might like it. (laughs) Well, you know, there's a lesson to learn here. Chew it. You know, Richard Branson spends all his billions of dollars (laughs) to have his fun. You spent what, like three or four dollars on this? These four were like ten bucks on Amazon. But look, you've, you've. You've occupied yourself for four minutes, which is exactly the amount of time that Richard Branson was in space. So and I did it for $10. Who's winning here? Yeah. Right? Okay. Right? Great. Are you one of those people that you get songs stuck in your head all the time? They call them earworms. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. So are you one of those people that deals with earworms? You know, the songs that get stuck in your head. The worst for me, Kev, is when I'm driving to like a mountain bike trail and the last song that's on the radio before I get out of the car, that's in my head the entire entire <laughs> mountain bike ride. It's like no escaping it. it just yeah, keeps going just over it's not and baby over. Shark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thankfully, that's not on the radio. But uh, there is a song stuck in my head today, 
and it's all your fault, Kevin Avery. Me? It's all your fault. It's because you're wearing a shirt oh, with my this shirt. on it. <laughs> Yeah, it is a very cool shirt, by the That's way. That's all his shirt says is eight six seven five three zero nine, and <laughs> now I cannot escape this earworm from whatever '80s artist this is. I have no idea who sings it. <laughs> Do you, Tommy Two Tone? Tommy Two Tone. That's a real like artist from the and, '80s. Yes, and he is out on tour right now. <laughs> no way. Not where I got the shirt. I okay. saw the shirt at another concert that an artist was wearing. I was like. That's cool. I went right on Amazon and ordered it while I was watching it. Well, thank you for the earworm for the rest of the day. And every time you wear that T-shirt. I have an earworm I planted with my wife while we were walking into church. I didn't even know it. Uh And she leaned over before the service began and she whispered. She goes, thanks for planting that earworm. It's all I can think about now. I'll tell you what it was next. All right, so Taylor's accusing me of uh, inserting an earworm, you know, a song that you can't get out of your head, into her head. And I I stand guilty of that because I do have the world's coolest t-shirt on. I I put this shirt up against anyone else's today. It's the coolest. But I did the same thing to Tracy. Um, We're on our way to church, and we passed by one of those little roadside stands where they were, I don't know what they were making, like barbecue or something they mm-hmm. were selling on the side of the road and it was ramblin rays was okay. the name of the place so i started singling when we passed ramblin rays <laughs> and tracy said she leans over to me in charge if the service hasn't started yet and she goes why did you sing that song it's all i can think about now <laughs> is ramblin man and i said well it's not exactly a bad song to be thinking about while you're in yeah. church because the first word is Lord. And Jesus was kind of a rambling man. Jesus was a rambling man. And when you think about our lives here on earth, we're just here temporarily. Yeah. So we're all just This kind world of is not our home. We're just passing through. Men and women. I said, so? <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Uh, earworms I, are crazy when they last all night, yeah. especially. I don't know the spiritual connection to 8675309. I'll have to think about that okay. one. I, I don't know that we'll there work is on one. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. If you feel like teenagers can tend to be a little bit self-absorbed, this will turn that around. <laughs> the graduating class of Isleboro Central School in Maine Worked really hard and saved up $8,000 for a senior class trip. They hosted dinners. They worked concession stands and more. Scraping and scrimping and saving. But after seeing people struggling during the pandemic, they decided to donate the money for the trip to the Island Community Fund where they live to help families who need help with food and rent. Wow. Isn't that amazing? After Very all cool. that hard work, they're not go- they're they might take a smaller lesser trip, mm-hmm. but they really all were in, you know, unison like, yeah, this is what we should do with the money. Very cool. Okay, guys, are there certain things you do that make you feel manly? <laughs> Coming up, this is super common for men. Okay, guys, are there certain things you do that make you feel manly? Oh, yeah. Change a tire, mow the lawn. No, I was thinking like... Repair something. behind the wheel of my 5.0 Mustang with the cool air intake and the Roush exhaust and just sit in the driveway and rev it. Check this out. 
One of the biggest things that help guys feel manly is eating meat. <laughs> Heck yeah! According to new While research, sitting in my 5.0 Mustang, <laughs> gents consume more beef and chicken than women to affirm their masculine identity. <laughs> and I really don't get this at all. It's not like you guys were the ones that went out and hunted for the meat. Well, no one hunts cows. Well, let's say it was venison. You still bought it somewhere well, from a lot someone. There's guys that do it. I'm grateful for them. You yeah, grab the package of that chicken at the grocery store just like the female. So why chicken does it make you? Why does eating meat make you feel manly? Because I don't know. It uh, you tie into like your ancestry or something. When your ancestors did hunt for their you know, mm. their quarry or whatever, yeah. For their what? Their quarry. Isn't that what you call when you're hunting? So that's my quarry. Oh, like I thought that was where you'd, like Fred Flintstone got rocks. Well, it's a dual meaning word. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. yeah. And you know what <laughs> I do when I rev the engine, too, by the way? I'll, I'll say to my wife, I'll go, chicks dig that. And she'll go, no, they don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how many times can Kevin work in his car into one story about meat? <laughs> That was three. <laughs> all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is when we were on our road trip last week and we stopped at Arby's in the 5.0 Mustang and I got the big roast beef sandwich, I was feeling it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, we have the meats. You're looking at me like I'm weird. And, and women love men. The so. reason I am is because I'm shocked you put that many miles on your car. Your beloved car. Yeah, I'm not going to drive it the rest of the summer. (laughs) Used up my mileage allotment in one trip. Can't believe you're laughing at me for taking the Mustang on a road trip. I cannot wait to tease you about this in just a minute. Yeah? (laughs) I just don't get I don't get why it's so funny. So what is so darn funny about me driving a Mustang on a road trip? I don't get it. (laughs) Because you, like, baby that thing and you won't even drive it in the rain. And the fact that you were willing to drive it all the way to Baltimore (laughs) and put all those miles on your precious baby shows me that you wanted to be in the full relive the 80s like i gotta be in my hot muscle car with my high school sweetheart next to me listening to my hair bands (laughs) it's just so funny no wonder you've come back with a baltimore accent you were just like full-on nostalgia well I guess when you put it that way, yeah. It's awesome. It was all part of the experience. Wanted to have a good good time. And then, by the way, Tracy did not want to take that car. She is not a fan of that car. Yeah, she gets really scared. It's too fast. It's too loud. You're going to get a ticket. Is there enough trunk space for your luggage? Just barely. (laughs) (laughs) Just barely. That's funny. Had to push a little bit to get both suitcases Uh in. But yeah, it was a great great time was had by all. I'm sure you had a great time reliving your high school days. <laughs> it was, by the way, it was a music festival of all 80s music. So, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You, you, what would the equivalent be for for you? For me? Yeah, driving your parents' station wagon? Yes, to a Stephen Curtis Chapman concert. <laughs> With the paint separating on the hood and the little liner on the ceiling drooping. Yeah. Would would your hair have been bigger than it is now? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So that's fine. You're kidding me about reliving the 80s, Taylor, and going back, trying to go back in time or whatever. But I want to tell you, the group of people at this 80s music festival that we went to, they were ready to rock and roll all night. Or at least until 930.
<laughs> was everybody your age at the festival? Uh, you know what was interesting is there was a large number of, I'm going to say like high school, young college aged, and they dressed the part. Oh, fun. Like they dressed like they think we dressed back in the day. And that was a lot of fun. Did to they see. get it pretty close? The vans mm, and the uh, kind of teased up hair. <laughs> kinda. It was fun seeing them, though. Okay, you are going to love this story. Um, There is a woman that wanted to do something pretty special to honor her late husband. Yeah. Um, She was so depressed. I mean, he was the love of her life. Um, He got COVID and passed away, and she decided, I'm not going to mope around the house. I'm going to do something big to honor my husband. Her name is Mildred, and she's 82 years old. And she decided to honor her husband, she would run one of those obstacle races called a Tough Mudder. No kidding. And she got cleared by her doctor. He checked out her heart. At 82? So she, she started doing upper body strength training at the local YMCA. Those things are hard. And she had to do the vertical wall. She had to crawl under barbed wire through mud. And um, she wore, she did it, her son did it by her side just to kind of be there yeah. with her as moral support. And they all had these little plaques made that they laced to their shoelaces on their tennis shoes. Um, that said, um, I run for Farrell Wilson. He walked by faith. Oh, and wow. it normally takes people about 90 minutes to complete. It took her a little over, closer to three hours. Mm-hmm. But she did it. And hey, she said, you know what? You take as 82 long as you years want, old. Yeah. And wow. she's going to do another tough mutter in the spring of 2022 ah, again. She's hooked. <laughs> honoring her husband. She said he would have been proud. He would have loved it. He was my biggest fan Anything my I wanted to attempt, my husband was there for me and cheered wow. me on. Man, that is cool. Go Mildred. She's my hero. I had to tell my dad about her. My dad's 85. He'd totally do that. <laughs> he would totally do it. <laughs> he might take longer than Mildred, though. <laughs> that is a great story. We love checking in with our producer, Griffin, at this point in the show. He's got a wife, Sarah, a five-year-old and a four-year-old. And I don't know what he's about to talk about, but he says they feel like they are making their hardest decision to date as parents. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. We'll talk to Griff next. So Griffin's in with us, and I am really curious. Taylor said that you and Sarah are facing the biggest parenting decision of your life. Up until this point. Yeah, they have a five-year-old is the oldest. What is it? Is it like to let him have a phone or not? Is it uh, it corporal punishment or not? (laughs) No, it it is, you know, my son Thatcher is starting kindergarten this fall. Okay. It's only weeks away at this point. Yeah. Mm. And we're trying to decide where to send him to school. Okay. At our church, there's a private school through our church, and it's pretty affordable for private school. And it's kind of, I went to a school like that growing up, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a great experience. Uh, my wife always went to public school, and there's also a great public school where we live. So it's uh, it's been quite the uh, decision to make. Oh, and, boy. Uh, you know, you can obviously see my wife going to public school her whole life where she probably stands, and me going to private school my whole life where I stand on this. Oh, boy. And, where does the bank account stand on all this? Well, that's the thing. It's, <laughs> that's the it's like question. right on the line of it, it's probably doable with a little sacrifice maybe it's it's not out of because you know, it's at the church it's mm-hmm. church so it's yeah. So it's, yeah yeah and of course family members have opinions and they've let us know oh. and uh <laughs> it's just like well if you're so opinionated about it how about you chip into the private school phone? right it, it just it feels like uh it, it's tough it's tough uh, and it's oh, that is hard. hard hard to figure out what to do 
That is so agony. I've watched so many parents deal with that. Yeah. yeah. And discussion. And Tell you what, we've raised four kids, and my wife is pretty passionate about this. She says if we were doing it today, if the kids were little and we were doing it today, 100% private school. Oh, yeah? 100%. Really? Wow. I mean, like, not even a question. Wow. She's like, I would go and get three jobs to be able to pay for them to wow. go to private school. That's how... With it's just the state yeah. of the world and how she thinks sees things rolling out in education moving forward. She is like mm. wouldn't even would not even consider it. Yeah. So you might want to say that to Sarah. Be like, hey, okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> I like it. I, I need all the ammo I can get. So. <laughs> You know how hard it is when you're a parent and there's so many distractions. I mean, your kids need you like, mom, 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 hey, mom, 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 mom. Well, this mom made a mistake that is pretty big, but I think every parent will be able to relate to it. I'll tell you what happened next. So you're saying that uh, kids are constantly on moms like, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom. It doesn't end, by the way. Our, Our daughter, April, who is 20, last night she was baking a cake for her boyfriend's birthday. Every two seconds, hey mom, mom, mom. Do I have to sift this, mom, mom? What do I set the What do I set the mixer on, mom, mom? I mean, it was like she was five again. And that's why when moms make mistakes, because they have so much on their plate and so much, you know, kids just going mom, 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 mom. Constantly, I think they get a fair pass. But this one was pretty bad, and I think every mom or dad can relate. Um, a mom was was responsible for an accidental kidnapping. What happened? She's at the grocery store shopping, just yeah. trying to get everything on her list, trying to deal with the kids, begging for cereal and that. And um, all of a sudden, she's she's carrying her little toddler, this little girl in a cute little pink coat. And all of a sudden, this woman comes up to her and says, that's my baby. <laughs> and takes the, the baby right out of her hands. And she's like, what? And she leads her to the frozen food aisle. She goes, that's your baby. And the, they were wearing the exact same pink coat. Almost the exact same shoes. And she almost kidnapped somebody else's child. That's how distracted a parent can get. And it's been shared like no 20 million times uh. on TikTok now. Because they caught it on the grocery store surveillance video. They were able to go back. And the mom just kind of like... Once it all happened and she got her real baby, yeah. she just like quickly walked away. I think she was so embarrassed. <laughs> She's just like, run away, run away. I can't believe I almost was, took I someone wonder, else's baby. How was the other mom? Was she... She was really I, was sweet like about it. Bear no? no, she was super kind about it. I think because the outfit was so similar. Yeah. She just smiled at her. She goes, that's my baby. <laughs> she took it my, out of her arms. My wife has done that before. With a, She's taken someone else's cart by mistake. Oh, yeah. With that's, like the that purse can happen. and the, the little carrier thing in the front. And, yeah, I've got with a, a child um, in it? Not a child. Oh. Just a, like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say. We've then done, your wife's what, done it. I was going to say, when it comes to, to kid mistakes... Because we have four kids, we've done them all. Mm-hmm. But that's one we did not do. You never almost we kidnapped lost our a kid. kid. I had Kyle one time when he was little, almost walked out in front of traffic. We've done we've done them all, but not that one. That's what that's one we can add to the list. Well, pff, at least we didn't do that. At least we didn't <laughs> didn't take the wrong kid. I was downright giddy here at the radio station yesterday. So happy because I saw one of our coworkers for the first time. I don't know how long. It's been a long time since our receptionist, Sam Shamso, was in. I saw her for the first time. I was like, you're back! People are coming back! 
I'm so happy people are here. And you were laughing hilariously. I laughed my head off because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I never dreamed I'd hear you say that. Why? Because I love people. Well, it it depends on your mood. Like sometimes you love people, and sometimes you're kind of like rickety. People. Like I, yeah, <laughs> I could do without people. <laughs> it totally depends on your mood, and you were in such a good mood, and you're like, wow, this is so fun. People are back, and I just I fell on the floor laughing because. Well, I did I said, not expect you to say that. All I my all I said during when when we were all in lockdown and nobody was you know you like don't make eye contact with anyone you could get COVID back in those days. Remember I said when we finally get back to normal, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to hug everybody. I couldn't hug Shamso because she's like behind this plexiglass, which shows you structure. how <laughs> much COVID hit you because you used to hate hugging. Yeah, oh, you would I'm declare in. I am not a hugger unless it's a family member. I'm in, man. I am so glad that things are coming this back. This new and, and transformed Kevin are, is so fun. People are back. This is awesome. I think it might have been the person you saw because Shamso is awesome. She's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, I call her Shamwell. But if you saw someone you weren't quite as excited to see, you might not have been so giddy. Because she's just awesome. Let's not name any names, but we'll put that to the test. <laughs> <laughs> as more people come back, as it'll more happen. people come back. Yeah. <laughs> There was that one guy that drank my protein shakes out of the fridge that mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about him coming back. Mm-hmm. If he leaves my protein shakes alone, then I'm happy he's back. But if he doesn't, then not so much. <laughs> but for now, for now, people, yes, they're back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.